Welcome to A Counselor's Journey to Private Practice. I'm your host, Juan, and this podcast teaches mental health professionals to cultivate curiosity and build ambition in their journey to starting, growing, and scaling a private practice. Let's dive into the episode. Do you remember, and I want you to try to remember here, do you remember way back in the day, back in graduate school, when you took that course that was all about progress notes, you know, your psychotherapy notes, being able to write them effectively? Um, I vaguely remember most of it. <laughs> Hopefully you didn't think I was going to go into a huge uh, lecture there. Now, later, later, later in life, I found myself at this point where I was going back to back sessions in my private practice. This was, you know, early on in my journey and it would be session, banging it out, session, banging it out. And then all the way to the, to the very end. And I, I, and I would be like, shit, when am I going to have time to do my damn notes? Be- because I, I don't know if I felt like my time, I wanted to use my time effectively to work with my patients and to be there with them. And maybe you're out there and you're laughing and you're like, I get it, dude. <laughs> I get it. That sometimes it's tough to find that space to do the notes. And, and I'll tell you, I started to beat myself over the head so much. I would do things like take time out in between sessions, um, give myself reminders, almost like in the morning you have an alarm clock, right, to wake up on time. I'll have a reminder that says do your notes um, because I wanted to make sure I was doing my due diligence. And at some point I found myself and I was like, shit, man, I'm, I'm so overwhelmed over over a process that I think if I, t- if I, I, think if I take a step back, there's, there's got to be a solution for it. There's got to be like a, a healthy platform for it. And, and that's what I want to do here with you today. If you're someone out there and you want some ideas, maybe you've got it down pat and, and writing your notes is not an issue, but you're open to some ideas. Roll with me for a while. Or if you're out there and you were where I was at back in the day where it was like, you know, shit, when am I going to have some damn time to do these notes? Then let's let's go on this journey together. Let's figure some things out. What I want to share with you is I want to share with you some very black and white strategies that you can implement into your process so that you're writing not just good notes, but powerful and effective notes to make you feel proud of what you're doing. And then that they also check the boxes so that you're covering your but, right? We all know what I'm saying there. Now, the approach I want to take here is I want this to be a, a quick episode where it gives you the details that you need because you got things to do, places to go. And I love, love, love that you are here with me. So let's learn together. Now, there's something called an intake packet, right? And in your intake packet, you more than likely have questions that you give your incoming patient, right? The new person coming into your practice. And on there, you have questions like presenting concerns, medication history, family history, um, a checkbox, maybe with, with, with uh, symptoms they could list, or just um, a blank slot that says, you know, what, what symptoms are you experiencing? Uh, right? Most of us are like, yes, I got that. Cool. All right. Now, here is something that helps when it comes to uh, writing your notes. Um, and, and I'll share these in no order. You know, after, after you, you get everything, you can pull it together and I'll show you how we're going to pull it together. So one of the things that we want to do when it comes to writing effective notes is we want to have a checkbox. Uh, What a checkbox does is it makes the process really, really fast, meaning that you spend less time writing things down. Now, maybe you already have a checkbox when it comes to what you give your patients during the intake process. Like, for instance, I do in my practice, we have a checkbox that has your physical symptoms and then your mental health symptoms, you know, as far as um, poor concentration, difficulty uh, sleeping. Uh, decrease appetite, increase appetite. Now, here's here's what's happening, right? Think about the time it takes to write down decreased appetite compared to the time it takes to check a box. Right? It's a huge difference. And, and that huge difference allows you to have 
more time to do the things that you want to do later. It also allows you to work smarter and more effectively. Um, so that's one strategy there. I want you to think about your note and what checks box you want to put in there. The other strategy I want you to look at is the MSC, mental status exam, right? So we, we, we know that we know that it's a huge checklist. It's got a bunch of items on there. Um, I think that that's important and a great and to some degree and pretty much every note so that you're able to have that in there. And what's neat about it is that you can just turn that into a checkbox in itself. Now, it, it, a lot of this too on the back end, it depends on what systems you're using, EHR systems. So like there's simple practice as an example. I use that one, no affiliation, but shout out to simple practice. Maybe one of these days you'll be able to check me out and say, yes, I want to sponsor you till that day. I'll continue to rep your name. Now on a different note, <laughs> cracking myself up here uh, on a different note, if you use a system like that, they have uh, integrative um tools in there, integrative tools that allow you to create checkboxes and so forth. But if you don't do that, then you can go old school, put it in Microsoft Word, and then just put those same boxes in there. And then if you're not sure how to do that, get on good get on the get on the Google and just Google how to put a checkbox in Microsoft Word using uh, PC or using Mac, uh, whichever style you use. Um, you'll find the answers quickly. So what we what we're doing so far, right, is we have a progress note template. And in that template we have a checkbox. And the checkbox has all the symptoms that a patient can experience during a typical session, such as poor concentration, increased appetite, decreased appetite, um, negative thoughts, uh, and so forth. So then you would have these down. And you know your patients. You know know the people that you work with. I typically encourage individuals to have more than less. That way you have an array of information that you can put down. The next part in that note is you have an MSE. And then you have all that in checkbox format. The next part that you want to have in your note is you want to have a slot where you can put information to add in. Now, this will be where you would write whatever needs to take place. Um, and this would be the part that like typically in any note would take a little bit more thought process, a little more thinking. Here is some ideas on how to get savvy with it. If you're old school and you use pen, pencil, uh, pen and paper, you could take the avenue of getting like an iPad and on there on the iPad, you could use one note with your pencil with your Apple pen um, or your Apple pencil, whichever way you want to call it. And it integrates, it literally takes that information and it tosses it into your system. Or another idea is you can write down your note as you're doing it on your sheet of paper and then take a picture of it and then upload that picture into your, uh, whether it's your portal, your simple practice, or into, um, say you're using Microsoft Word, you could, you could put it in there and then that would print off just perfectly, right? So now you don't have to spend extra time rewriting your note into your um, computer or laptop. So some ideas there. And if you notice with these ideas, what we're doing is we are still maintaining powerful and effective notes, but we are working smarter, right? We are we're being efficient in what we're doing. Another strategy uh, that we can do when it comes to writing notes is you can look at what's called uh, a more detailed checklist uh, or checkbox. I'm sorry. So with these detailed checkboxes, you want to go into what you would typically do in every session. Um, so an example of that would be uh, counselor today worked with client uh, on engaging in active listening, right? Like, would you typically do that as an example in every single session? And if you would, then would you also write that down in your progress note in every single session? And then if you would write that down in your progress note, well, now let's look at instead of writing that down every single time in that full sentence, let's just get that, put it into a checkbox, and then all you have to do is check that you did that. Does that make sense? Perfect. All right, so from there, what you're going to do, 
is you're going to think about every other common thing that you typically do in a session and that you typically would write down, right? So now you would write all of these statements down. Usually these are one to two sentences, even, you know, three or four sentences. And again, you would write them down. Um, If you get a little bit lost here, go back to your old notes and look in those notes of what you wrote down and then see what themes you could find. You know, I shared that one with you because for me, that was a common one I saw in my in my notes where it would be, you know, counselor um, was able to connect with clients, engaging in active listening uh, in a supportive, uh, therapeutic, empathetic manner. Right. So now the statement, it's included in the note, you know, highlights the relationship, it highlights what you're doing. Or another common one, you know, really, really common is especially during that first session, you know, building rapport, right, building rapport, establishing trust, those type of words. Um, being able to put those in that checkbox so that you're able to, instead of rewriting it every single time, you're able to just check a box. And then what we're doing again is we are saving time. Now, I do want to mention one more time, you know, right before we went into this one, you do want an empty slot. I want to recommend an empty one. An empty one allows you to go into more detail about pertinent issues. Other areas that you can include um, when it comes to checkboxes are a suicide assessment. You can include... Um, check boxes for um, CPT codes so that you're not writing things down. Um, and, and, and some of this may already be there if you're using an EHR system like Simple Practice or anyone out there. So overall, you may have noticed that this wasn't a really long episode. And I didn't want it to be too long. I wanted it to be, you know, just strategies that you can use. You know, often it, it doesn't take being, um, you know, a genius, if you will, uh, to, to make strides or to move forward in life. It just takes tiny leaps, you know, simple actions. Uh, and, and we see this every day. You know, if I'm struggling with sleep, sometimes the simple action of not drinking a coffee at 9 p.m. can allow me to have better sleep, right? I'm probably nodding and saying, okay, that kind of makes sense. Or let's say that, you know, I am experiencing some back pain. And then I'm telling my wife and say, hey, honey, listen, I'm, I got some really bad back pain. And then she looks at the chair and she's like, yeah, I think it's because of the chair. So then we change the chair and then I don't experience the back pain anymore. Well, there's a little tiny change, right? A tiny leap, but that goes a long way. So I want you to think about that and then think about the effect that it can provide. You probably hear my dog in the background. He's like, Juan, come get me. (laughs) I'll be there soon. All right. These changes, what I want you to look at too, is what it would do for you. For me, I was overwhelmed when it came to writing notes. And that poured into other parts of life where I would come home and I would be up to like 11, 12, 1 in the morning, just making sure I was doing my due diligence. And that became like this system in my life. And I was like, okay, this, this, this can't be right. You know, there, there's no way that I, you know, when we go through graduate school and we study as extensively as we do and we feel prepared and, and, and so forth. And then I'm up to one or two in the morning uh, writing notes, right? And I get that we, you know, we got to work hard to be able to move forward in life. But there's also something called let's work smart too, right? Let's, let's figure out, you know, savvy and creative ways to accomplish, you know, the same thing that we're trying to accomplish. And that's what we're doing here. I hope this episode was supportive to you. I hope that you're able to cut down your time so that you can spend that time with family, with friends, while still writing effective and powerful notes. As always, take care. Have an amazing day. And before you go, hold on, hold on a second. I would love if you're able to leave a review. Let me know how we're doing. Let me know what you think about the episodes. Let me know which ones are helpful. If you have any ideas of episodes that you would like to hear more about, please share. Um, I had somebody reach out for this one. They were like, hey, man, can you do one that has to do with notes? Um, and I sat on it for a while, uh, but here we are. And we, you know, we, we, we have it now. So I hope that you find it helpful. Thank you as always for lending me time, lending me space, connecting with me. Continue to move forward, support individuals. 
and then make sure you give yourself lots and lots of hugs. In your journey of private practice, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. Please leave an awesome review and share this podcast with any counselor you think is working towards starting, growing, and scaling a counseling practice. Let's grow together in our journey. I'll see you in the next episode.